0: Walt Disney was a dreamer and a doer. A man who cared about the world and its problems.
1: Now our future world draws near, and we face the challenge of tomorrow.
0: chance, believed Thomas Wolfe. To all people, regardless of their birth, the right to live, to work,
1: to be themselves, and to become whatever their visions can combine
0: to make them. This is the promise of America. W W W Radio, your information. everybody and welcome to the WDW radio show your Walt Disney World information station. I am your host Lou Mangello and this is show number 239 for the week of September 11th, 2011. On Monday, September 12th, 2011, Disney will once again be accepting applications for the Walt Disney World Moms Panel, an elite group of moms and dads who offer real, practical and specific advice To visitors not only to Walt Disney World, but the Disney Vacation Club, Disney Cruise Line, Disneyland, Run Disney, and much more. This week, I welcome in a number of current panelists to not only talk about the Moms panel itself, but offer practical tips and advice for those looking to apply this year. I'll have some more updates before putting you on the air and playing your voicemails at the end of the show. So sit back, relax... And enjoy this week's episode of the WDW Radio Show.
2: Mother knows best. Mother knows best. Listen to your mother. It's a scary world out there.
0: If you've ever seen the movie Tangled, and I hope you have you likely remember the song Mother Knows Best, also known as the Ballad of Italian Maternal Guilt. But other than the trampled by a rhino exaggeration, she may have actually been onto something. Because when you're looking for advice, we always seem to go back to our moms. And we may not always agree on their tips on things like how to dress. And I will tell you, I am not responsible for the photos of me from the 1970s. But... When it comes to planning your next Disney vacation, Disney realized that turning to moms was some pretty sound advice. So in late 2007, a nationwide call went out to find moms who were experts at planning Walt Disney World and Disney vacations. The first 12 panelists selected would be able to share their knowledge in a new way the following year, answering direct questions of guests online who were looking for real and reliable planning advice as well as answers to specific concerns or questions. And over time, the panel continued, and the family of Disney World moms and dads grew, and has quickly become one of the most sought-after and coveted ways to share one's love of Disney. And this year, moms and dads have been counting down the days until September 12th, when the process begins to search for the 2012 panelists. So to talk about the panel... The process, what's new this year, and a little bit about what makes these moms such Disney rock stars. I want to welcome a few of my favorite moms to the show or back to the show in some cases. So first, returning from the Disney World Moms panel, an original Walt Disney World Moms panelist, Beth Choiset. Beth, welcome back to the show.
2: Thanks, Lou, for having me. It's a pleasure talking to you again. It's always good to talk to old friends and familiar faces about um, the things I love about Disney World.
0: Actually, and that's listen, that's what it's all about. It's, uh, you know, with the Moms Panel, even what I do, it's sort of, you know, we're lucky. We're able to sort of share our love for Disney. And again, you, you are a, uh, well, I think the second year you were sort of grandmothered in. Now a number of years later, I think they just sort of, you know, you're, you're an original. You're a classic Moms Panelist.
2: I call myself the great great grandmom of the panel. So I keep aging as my children get bigger and bigger. So See, and you can call
0: yourself a great great grandmother. <laughs> I cannot. I cannot. So we'll take original. There Legend, maybe. <laughs> uh, a new guest to the show, and uh, also, and like you, Beth, a DVC specialist at the uh, on the mom's panel is Danae Neal. Danae, welcome to the show. Thanks, Lou.
3: Thank you for having me. It's an honor for
0: you to be on the show. I'm excited. uh, I am excited, too. I want to talk to you, too, about your background and how you got into this, because you, too, you know, you and I, Danae, we haven't spoken before, but I feel we've got a connection because we have very different non-Disney kind of backgrounds, and yet here we are (laughs) talking about the things that we love most, which is going to Disney World and and hopefully food. Yes, yes. Um, As a
3: physician, that's probably not something that um, a lot of people would think that I would be in love with Disney, but I did fall in love with all things Disney and um, just was very excited to, to be a part of the Mickey Moms Club and to then become a part of the Moms panel um, just so that I can help others plan wonderful vacations and answer questions um, that they have. I've been doing that for my family and friends and um, was just excited to be able to do it um, online, and whenever I can get a chance to talk about Disney, I'm all
0: for it. Danae, I'm actually going to call you a super because you're a physician. <laughs> You've got two yeah. girls, 13 and 9, and a five-year-old son. You're a Girl Scout troop leader that, individually, each of those would probably qualify you as a super mom. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Yeah, I do. I, I um, really am being in Girl Scouts. I um, was a Girl Scout myself and really enjoy spending time with my girls, each of them, assisting my oldest daughter's troop and then leading my, my um, youngest daughter's troop. And it just gives us an opportunity to um, spend quality mother-daughter time, but then also to have other young ladies be exposed to camping and to all the fun things that um, cultural events and things like that that Girl Scouts provide. So, um, of course, I'm planning our trip to Savannah, Georgia for Girl Scouts. And, of course, you have to stay at Disney's Hilton Head Resort. And (laughs) I always sneak Disney in there (laughs) somehow in everything I do. So everyone's looking forward to that
0: coming up. I'm sure. And listen, I'm a huge supporter of the Girl Scouts, not just because I was a Cub Scout and I just signed my son up for Cub Scouts, but more importantly, I'm literally a supporter of the Girl Scouts based solely on how many boxes of Girl Scout cookies I purchase each and every year.
3: Yes, yes. We are loving the Girl Scout cookie sales. That's really what's going to enable us to be able to go on these trips because not all the young ladies can afford to go and we don't want anyone to be left out. So Girl Scout cookie sales are just very important um, so that we can get some of these young ladies out of Indianapolis and especially get them too much. Disney. So so please keep buying Girl Scout cookies. Keep doing it. Keep doing it.
0: Danae, listen, I'm a giver, and so I want to help you. I want to help your girls. So when it comes to Girl Scout cookie time, hit me up. I'm ready.
3: I'm, oh, most definitely. We do ship. <laughs> well, yes, I have ship cookies to the East Coast, to the West Coast so that my girls could meet their their, um, their goals. So you
0: will definitely be on the list. I am going to get Girl Scouts to Walt Disney World one samosa at a time, so I will, <laughs> I will definitely talk to you again when we're done. Uh, sort of returning to the show, first was in a, in a video format, I think. This time, probably the first time audio is the Disney Cruise Line Specialist, or one of, and uh, one of my favorite, and you're all my favorites, Disney World moms, Andy Sims. Andy, welcome, sort of back to the show.
3: Hi, Lou. Yes, you gave me my video start, and mind you, I had no makeup on. Thank you very much for putting me on video with no makeup on. I appreciate that.
0: Listen, it it it's the, the beauty is is not um, it. I have no idea. It's Here you looked go. great no, with that. You're trying to weave.
3: So- you're trying to make this, spin this into a positive. I am. I'm getting the great-grandmother things. You me after and... a run, and you could not get anybody else to go on the aqueduct that morning, so you got me, and then <laughs> the rest is history, right?
0: Well, you looked awesome, and and obviously, you know, the aqueduct was, was incredible, um, as I'm sure it was not your first and only time on it.
3: No, it was not my only time on it. Fortunately, the next time I got to go on it, they let me put makeup on, though, so that was nice. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, look, you two, you know, you're a super mom. You are sort of that childhood Disney fan. Uh, you sort of love all things Disney. But you you sort of manage not just a, a professional life and your Disney life, but you've got a household of six. And you teach yeah. to preschoolers. My God, woman. yes <laughs> That's, um, I do.
3: It, it, is a, it is a busy life. I will not tell you that it is always a calm life or an organized life, but it is very exciting and lots of fun, and um, we, there's always something new and exciting. I have a big, giant, uh, almost 17-year-old football player. And a fourteen-year-old daughter, an eleven-year-old son, a seven-year-old son, and then I get to go and get back in touch with my feminine side by teaching all the little tiny ballerinas. Wow. So it's um it's a crazy life that we lead, but it's a great one.
0: And you're also you're a, you're a Disney runner too, right? You also participate in some of the endurance stuff.
3: I am. I I have run in um, a couple of Disney races. One was the Princess Half Marathon which um, was sort of a really, um, like, goal of mine in life, not only to run the half marathon, but to also meet my mentor or my virtual mentor um, from a distance, Jeff Galloway. Um, And I actually got to meet him the day uh, after I finished the race, and it was so cool to tell him that I actually followed his program. I successfully finished the race with no injuries at the ripe old age of... (laughs) (laughs) what happened to your audio there but (laughs) 43 43 I, i i finished the race at um so you can do it too that's the that's the moral of that story and i even trained on disney ships when i was i was still cruising with disney cruise line so i still had to keep up my training so
0: well, see, that's where we part ways. You you were running on, on the Lido deck, and I was standing in line at the buffet. So we, we sort of separate at that point. But I, I applaud you. And listen, you never have to give your age on this podcast. So stop calling oh, yourselves okay. great-grandmothers. And You're celebrating the anniversary of your 21st birthday. How's that? There you
3: go. There you go. But no, I'm proud of it. I'm glad that I'm not, you know, I wasn't in the injury tent or on the side. On the side of the road at Walt Disney World when I finished, <laughs> so I am proud. My knees held up. I'm so thankful.
0: Well, that's quite an accomplishment. You should be. Uh, you should be very proud. So, and our final panelist on today's Moms Panel Roundtable is Jill Adventures by Disney Cooper. Jill, welcome to the show.
1: <laughs> Thank you so much, Lou. This is a real thrill for me to participate in this podcast because I have listened to well over a hundred of your podcasts and. I have to thank you for providing motivation to exercise because I don't think I would walk nearly as far in the morning if I didn't have your wonderful podcast to listen to. Wow,
0: thank you. So you like the long shows or you're like, please, Lou, make it shorter so I can get back inside into the air conditioning?
1: I am happy for long shows, short shows. If I need more than one, I just load another one and off I go.
0: Awesome, awesome. And so you too, super Supermom, you you, you go to the parks first time when you're – a, a young girl at age seven you actually do the right thing and you honeymoon at the grand Floridian, which i think is awesome you have an 11 year old son which i'm sure presents its challenges of its own and uh you are not only a disney vacation club member but you you've become the abd woman by because you actually have done adventures by disney you went to germany right last year
1: i went on the once upon a fairy tale trip in 2010 and let me just tell you i am the biggest adventures by disney fan since then um... my husband is actually thrilled that i have been selected to be the abd specialist on the panel so that i have um, a good outlet (laughs) to channel all of my enthusiasm (laughs) for adventures by disney it's um, been such a great experience and i'm so enthusiastic about adventures by disney that i'm just tickled to death to have a chance to tell other guests why they should travel with abd
0: yeah, and we actually, uh, we've talked on the show uh, over the last few years with a number of different Moms panelists multiple times uh, about the training and the, the the process of answering questions and uh, everything else on the site. Now, what I'll do is I'll link to that in the show notes rather than sort of repeating the process of uh, what the Moms panel in general is all about. But because each of you has some individual specialties I wanted to first talk about some of the things that are going on lately because I think they tie in a lot with those specialties and you know Beth and Donne my, my DVC people I have three words for you Alani, I I know it's one word, but (laughs) and I will tell you, I'm going, I'm going next week. I'm taking one for the team, girls. I'm going to cover it. Um, But you guys have to be super excited um, and probably so glad that you have DVC as your focus. Beth, since you were an original mom's panelist, uh, how do you start getting to be the DVC specialist? Somebody got somebody drew the long straw and uh, tell me what your thoughts are on on Alani so far.
2: Well, um, I own two DVC, um, properties I own at the boardwalk, which is the first one my husband and I purchased in 1999 and then we added on at Saratoga spa and resort. So we just love going down there and knowing that we have a set room, we can go when we want to go and just makes it easy to vacation down there. And you always know your standard is going to be the best that it can be. And yet we feel it's a great value for our money. Um, Alani, I mean, what can you say? It's it's amazing. Uh, I can't wait for people to go and see it. Uh, uh, I just lost my train of thought. Um, so we get to go and see it in a couple weeks. Um, Jill and I are going to be on there to, when the press gets rolled out. So we'll get to see it and be able to answer questions a little bit more in depth for our guests once you know we have experience that. So it's just a really magical place and I love that Disney keeps the spirit of the islands there and the way it's designed. It's The resort itself is even designed to look like a Hawaiian island with tropicals in the middle and then as it goes out to the sea it gets you know drier and wetter just like a real island would get um, there. So I think it's gonna be a magical place to go and visit with your family.
0: So have you ever been to Hawaii before?
2: No, never have been there, so I'm looking forward to it. I'd love to see all 50 states, and if I have to take one for the team on this, you know,
0: somebody's (laughs) got to do it. Yeah, so you you get the call from Disney, listen, girls, we need you guys to come out to Alani. You know, you're probably, like, score. And so, Jill, how do you explain that to your husband, like, honey, listen, you got to take care of the kids. I need to go away for a couple days because I'm doing the same thing. (laughs) I need to go and, quote, unquote, cover Alani.
1: Let me just say he's a very good sport. (laughs) <laughs> he, uh he sort of looked at me with wide eyes thinking, well, you're taking us with you, right? But unfortunately, he started a new job and my son will be just in the first month of school. And so I'm going to have to travel alone um, at least till I get there. And then I'll be thrilled to see Beth and I'll have a wonderful yes. companion for the week.
0: Yes. Right. And it's a working vacation. You're not even – it isn't really a vacation. You're working on this trip. I understand
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. We're working. I've seen those broadcasts. It's like that. Those delays. That I'm like, oh, 11 o'clock at night. I gotta take a nap. So <laughs> Listen, we'll bring you back purses, ladies, from Dooney and Bourne. They announced okay. that. And I'm like, oh my gosh, that and Vinylmations.
0: Yeah, but when you're getting your your hot stone massage and you're eating at the restaurants, you I know you're doing it uh, for the benefit of of the other moms, panelists, and the, the guests as well. Research. See that? You learn early. You learn <laughs> early. <laughs> and so, Andy, you probably, you got some good news this week as well, too, because the literally the final piece of the fantasy's puzzle was locked into place. Obviously, that's the sister ship of the Disney Dream, which we both loved, hence, hence yes. the Aqueduct video, which we'll post in there. And hopefully you and I will have a date again on the Aqueduct, on the fantasy, when it launches oh, in March. I hope
3: so. I hope so. Yeah, the... Um, A few buddies of mine went over to Poppenburg, Germany. In fact, they're traveling back today. And the final block was added, um, I guess, on Saturday. And, yeah, it's all together. So now we just put the final touches on it. And uh, Disney's Big New Baby will be premiering March uh, 2012. And they're already accepting um, bookings on the site. And I'm answering questions like crazy about all the differences. Uh, and all the similarities and locations and all the home ports for next year. So it's a really, really super exciting time to be um, with Disney Cruise Line and on the mom's panel and answering all the guest questions. It's just, it really, literally gets me up in the morning because that's when I answer my questions is early, early in the morning. And so the first thing I do when I hit the floor is I go grab a cup of coffee <laughs> so that I'll make sure I answer my questions right, um, and I uh, head over to the site to answer Disney Cruise Line questions. So it's it's a really super, super fun experience.
0: Yeah, when I first heard about the fan, I said, well, I've been on the Dream, and it's basically sister ships. But then as as more information's been released, like you said, they're similar in a lot of ways. But there's also a lot of differences as well and some enhancements and some new things. Now I'm like, well, now I need to get on the fantasy because there's going to be the right. Aladdin show and even the restaurants and mm-hmm. the adult district is, is different as well.
3: That's right. Um, it, you know, it's funny. I was telling uh, one of the guests was asking me, just in a quandary over, do I go here with uh, on the magic or the wonder or do I go here on the dream or the fantasy? Please help me differentiate between the ships and I said, well, it's kind of funny. There are four ships and they liken them to my four children Um, because each one brings a different feel, a different, um, even itinerary or destination. And I liken this last one to my, um, my baby, my youngest child. And even though, um, you know, he has yet to test his waters, he's probably, um, more different than any of the other any of my other children, and one of the things that differentiates, I think, from the fantasy from the rest of uh, the sister ships um, is that uh, adult district. But also, one of the things that uh, guests have been clamoring for, and that's to have Bippity Boppity Boutique slash Pirates League on board, and this is such a huge response. Um, Specifically, from guests who said, "Yes, you have wonderful character experiences on the ships. Can my child also be transformed into a princess or a pirate?" So this is a wonderful um, example of Disney Cruise Line responding specifically to guest requests. And so I would love, love, love that um, Bippity Boppity Boutique is on board, um, as well as um, Animator's Palette. Yeah. Um, is a guest experience a new guest oh. experience? Have you heard about
0: that? I have, and I'm really happy that you brought it back to food. By the way, that's see. This is why I like you because you always turn around. And you end up, at, but I have to tell you, I like your analogy to your children because each <laughs> you know each ship brings something different. Of course, deep down, you you know I would never ask you which is your favorite because you couldn't oh. admit. But I'm no deep down. You probably actually have one that's that's a favorite.
3: <laughs> oh, as, of my children or of the ships. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Well, no, I'm not going to ask you about your children just in case they happen (laughs) to listen. But you're right. I mean, with the ships, I I think the right answer would have been not the diplomatic one. Well, they offer different itineraries, which is really you need to experience all of them so you can judge for yourself.
3: Absolutely. And I will tell you this. This is just like my children. I am and I even joke with my children when we're when i'm with one of them alone i always say you know you're my favorite right (laughs) (laughs) and it's a joke between between each of my children of yes mom i know i'm i know i'm your favorite um and it's true about the disney ships too whichever disney ship i'm on that is my favorite ship Um, because i like them all for different reasons i love that the wonder is out on the west coast and that the wonder took me to Alaska and uh, the Mexican Riviera in the fall. I love that the magic is taking me to the Eastern Caribbean. I love, love, love that it's also going to Texas and that um, it's also going to New York City. Yay Yay. um, for my New York City uh, (laughs) friends Um, and that the fantasy and the dream are new and different in and of themselves in familiar waters, so to speak, in familiar territories and destinations. So I think you can, um, for new cruisers, um, you can get something out of going to a familiar destination on a ship that uh, maybe is larger and offers um, a lot of amenities. But then also for experienced cruisers um, or cruisers that happen to be close to those home ports, to have Disney going to those destinations is a phenomenal experience for them. It's just like having that magical touch coming to them instead of having to go to the parks or to the resorts.
0: Yeah, and I'm just thinking as I'm sort of looking, you know, so, you know, Beth and Jill, you guys are going out to Aulani and Andy, you got to go on, on the cruises. Danae, wait a minute. You're the DVC. How come you're not getting in on this action? How come you're not hitting these things as well? So, Danae, what's on your schedule? What do you get to go and research as as the DVC specialist?
3: Um, Well, I haven't had a research trip yet for Disney Vacation Club, but um, I am getting the opportunity to take my family to um, Disney's Alani Resort, um, the Disney Vacation Club Resort, in December. So we're really looking forward to our vacation there, and hopefully um, I'll be able to come back and do a little bit of reporting about all the wonderful uh, amenities and all the wonderful things that are going on in Hawaii. I know that Beth and Jill are getting to go and also do some reporting, but I think having the family there and being able to do that aspect will be be pretty unique. So I'm um, looking forward to being able to share that with everyone.
0: See, girls, you have to teach her. It's not a vacation. It's a research trip. You're there to work. (laughs) And I'm no, winking. No, you can't no, see me. Really
2: a vacation. Hers is her vacation. <laughs> yeah, hers is her vacation,
3: you know. My, yeah, this is really for me and my family um, for being able to be a part of the Disney Vacation Club experience on the Moms Channel. And so um, I kind of like to come back and share my pictures. And so um, I think one of the good things about being able to go is that we will be able to participate in a lot of the offerings that Alani will have as a family. And be able to give that aspect of everything, you know, what does my, you know, little son think, you know, what does my oldest daughter think, it's the teen perspective and things like that. So uh, It kind of is a research trip, but more so vacation than anything else.
0: See, I yes. was trying I was trying to work for you and, and trying to get a hot stone massage in there for you as well. But but I that's cool. Oh
3: <laughs> yes, yes. I'm so looking forward. The spa seems like it's gonna be so fantastic. And me and my husband are not opposed to doing a couple's massage. So there you go. we're looking forward to, to definitely going to the spa, yes.
2: Yeah, and Lou, one thing about Alani that's really cool that they have an act they have all these different activities geared for different age children and families so your team could take a cooking class by themselves but maybe you want to do that as a family so then your family would have a different experience with that the same thing you can go because alani is located on the island of oahu which is the third largest island in hawaii um, it's located about thirty minutes west of um Pearl harbor so If your teen didn't want to go with you to Pearl Harbor or to Waikiki Beach or somewhere else on the island, they can go with the teens and have their experience one way. Or you could go as a family or you can go just as an adult only. So you can really customize your vacation for what your family needs. And there's so much to do just on the resort itself. There's um, Rainbow Reef where you can go snorkeling. You can um, tour it. There's all kinds of nature trails out there. And, again, that's the one thing that um, Joe Rody and the Disney Imagineers really looked forward to doing was making it environmentally friendly and with the spirit of aloha in there. And they also had these help of the Mene Neha, who I think is how you say it. I have to learn Hawaiian (laughs) who thought that 12 letters could possibly jam you up so much. But they have been at work hiding all kinds of really cool and unique things for families to find at the um, resort. So it's a really a cool way to experience the Walt Disney World vacation.
0: See, and that's why I'm going. I'm going for my family so I can experience it first Give them the, this way they can hit the ground running when they get there. So I, I'm, doing I'm, doing. It for, I'm doing it for them and the listeners. So as I get my hot stone massage, I'll try and remember, remember that same thing. <laughs> uh, and Jill, I wanted to talk to you real quickly about Adventures by Disney. Uh, because I actually just came back from my very first one. And I say first because I will definitely be doing more. I did uh, Backstage Magic out in California, which was awesome. It backed right up to The D23 Expo, Uh, I actually talked about it um, a little bit on the newscast last week. The fact that now in 2012, there's some new itineraries. There's also going to be some enhancement to some uh, existing ones. I know they announced the Egyptian tour early this year, but the the one that I'm really excited about is the Greek Odyssey. I love that name, and I'm not even going to try and butcher the French name, but traveling to northern France.
1: Oh, we're very exciting. I mean, it was just last week that the new itineraries became public and people can start to book their vacations for 2012. But you're absolutely right. There are two very exciting new itineraries. Um, the Esprit de France, and my pronunciation of France, <laughs> or French is not very good so I apologize in advance to any Native speakers. But this adventure is set in northern France and it's an opportunity to bask in the beauty of the French countryside. Um, They do a wonderful job, as Adventures by Disney always does, of incorporating fun and history and culture and really dropping your family into the middle of the stories of a destination. And so the folks that go on the Esprit de France will get to walk in the footsteps of Leonardo da Vinci. They'll get to paint their own masterpieces in the shadow of Monet's home. Um, They're going to get to visit the um, American Cemetery at Omaha Beach when they visit Normandy. Uh, There are going to be Brandy making lessons for the adults, and there are going to be wonderful bike rides through the Chateau de Chambord. So um, France just looks like an amazing itinerary for folks who would like to explore that part of the world. But you're right, there's a great deal of excitement about the Greek Odyssey trip. I mean, Adventures to Disney is off to the place. Many consider the birthplace of Western civilization, so they're going to be checking out Athens and Santorini and Crete, and um, it's just very exciting to um, go and visit the birthplace of the modern Olympics. Um, They have these great activities on Adventures by Disney trips, Um, and they're age-specific. And what sort of makes me giggle is what I hear about the uh, activity they have planned for the kids on the volcanic island of Santorini, they're actually going to put kids um, in these big barrels and get them to stomp grapes. <laughs> I can just envision my son doing that. And then the the other part of it is the adults later on get to enjoy like wine tasting. And I'm thinking, is that going to be the same grapes that the? Uh, <laughs> that I don't know about this, but it sounds like incredible fun. No matter how you look at it, and um, and of course. Um, the guests are going to set sail on the beautiful crystal blue waters of the Aegean Sea. And um, it just sounds like it's more fun than you can imagine packing into one vacation. But that's what it's all about with Adventures by Disney. And, of course, they're never willing to let a spectacular itinerary be for too long. They're always plussing it, right? Walt Disney was about plussing experiences, and they continue to do that with Adventures by Disney. Um, the The Discovery Down Under... Itinerary to um, Australia has added a visit to um, Tasmania, the the island of Tasmania, looking for Tasmanian devils perhaps. Um, There are now two choices if you want to go to the Galapagos. There's the traditional sort of land and sea experience where you can spend some time in Ecuador and you can spend some time on um, a boat traveling to the different islands of the Galapagos. Or if you really want to spend your time on board the Galapagos Explorer 2, you can take a seven-day cruise aboard that vessel instead. So that sounds pretty exciting. And um, and one of the most popular itineraries that they've offered for years now is called the Cities of Nights and Lights in London and Paris. And to that trip, they have added uh, a lovely jaunt into the British countryside and a private guided tour of Windsor Castle. So that sounds pretty amazing, too.
0: Yeah, the thing I like about The idea of taking a family on an Adventures by Disney, and even for adults too, is, and you know, kids are not going to want to hear this, but it it affords such great educational opportunities, more so than you can read in, I almost said an encyclopedia, which really would have dated me, almost more than you can read in a book somewhere. So to be able to go to Greece, or to be able to go to France, or I would love to go out to Egypt, uh, to be able to sort of experience it firsthand. And I got to tell you, Jill, honestly, before I had taken an Adventures by Disney trip, Uh, And having just come back from one, one of the things I enjoyed most about it was actually one of the things that I thought I wasn't going to enjoy, believe it or not, which was the fact that it was a guided tour. I said, well, you know, if I go out to Hollywood, if I go out to Disneyland, I want to go exploring and do these things on my own. But the, the guides that we had were so... Good. First of all, they were so passionate about what they were talking about and so knowledgeable, but it added such an additional layer onto. I would not have enjoyed the things we saw as much had it not been with the adventures by Disney guides. I mean, they sort of are able to capture that cast member spirit and bring it to wherever they are, even you know, if you're not in a Disney location and having experienced that firsthand. I was wondering how they could do it, but they, they you know, they knocked it out of the park. Clearly.
1: I think they're so good at that because so many of them have been cast members in the parks in um, previous careers. Uh, One of the cast members, well, one of the adventure guides who was with my group in Germany was one of the cultural representatives in the Germany pavilion in Epcot. And so it was no surprise to me that she completely got disney's attention to detail and the level of customer service guest service that one is accustomed to when you're traveling with disney and so i think that's one of the reasons they do that so very well but you're right i mean they are um they are just a a fabulous asset to this vacation experience and what they do is they're able to sort of um zone in on what's essential about a particular destination. And they, they make sure that you see it and you understand it and you live it, you breathe it. And, uh, and uh, so if we were doing this kind of trip on our own, we could never put together into an itinerary as much as they put together for us because they understand the terrain and they know what we absolutely need to see to have that quintessential Germany experience or Australia experience or Galapagos experience and so they're they're an incredible asset and one of the other things that really surprised me is how wonderful it was to travel with other fellow adventurers that was a real really wonderful experience for us we have an only child and so for him to be able to see Germany with eight other children who very quickly became fast friends and extended family, that for him was a true highlight as well. So that's that's another advantage to traveling as a part of a family-friendly guided tour group.
0: Well, And look, the ABD guides and the cast members, they, they all do kind of like what you guys do, what the Moms Panel does, which is the goal is really to enhance the guest experience, whether it's by answering individual questions or responding to questions that might answer a much more general question for people that are going for the first time, or the first time with kids, or the first time with grandma, or wherever it might be. Uh, and really, the buzz kind of online this week is now that, you know, the Moms Panel is in its fifth year, it started back in 2008, and the star search, the search for the next Moms Panel Rockstar continues, and applications open September 12. I can tell you, I'm sure you guys have seen it, that the social networks, and the forums, and the Twitters, and the Facebooks, and the Google Pluses are buzzing with people just waiting for 9 a.m. September 12th to start uh, so they can get their applications in. Um, And certainly, I'm going to link in the show notes this week to where people can go apply and find out all the criteria. You've got to be 18. You have to have access to a computer and internet connection, which makes it... Clearly, a a lawyer drew out the criteria. You need to speak English, have a computer, have visited the Walt Disney World Resort, provide your opinions and feedbacks, yada, 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 yada. But, um, Beth, since you are the (coughs) classic... Disney Moms panelist, can you tell us briefly for the people that don't know but know about the Moms panel and are interested and in say, "Hey, I can do this," you know? And I hear my wife keep saying this to me every so. Long. She's like, "You know, I think I could be a Moms panelist." Can you tell us briefly about the application process? And is there are you know, is there a test? Is there a face to face interview? How does that process go? Starting on September twelfth.
2: Well, this year it's slightly different than in the past. In the past, it was just uh, three. Questions And then you moved on. To, you answered those three questions in a certain amount of time and then you moved on to the next round. And then the final round was always um, an, a phone interview with various cast members at Disney now. And then Disney sort of decided who they thought was going to be a specific panelist such as ABD or DCL or, you know, the Disney Vacation Club. Where this year, what they're doing is they're looking for specific um, moms. And when we say moms, it's a very loose term of anybody that really does planning or loves Disney. Um, So you could be a mom, you could be a dad, you could be an aunt, you could be an uncle, you know, grandma, grandpa, whoever, right? In and try if you love Disney that much. And then they're asking for specific things. So they're asking if you have experience with Disney Vacation Club or the Disney Cruise Line or you've been on an Adventures by Disney or if you've done Run Disney is new this year. And they're also doing Disneyland, right, guys, ladies? That's right. Yeah. So then, And then there will also be somebody that would just be in a general queue to answer questions, of course, about the greatest place in the world, Walt Disney World Resorts itself. So pretty much you, you're going to go on, and I would get on there as close to 9 o'clock as possible, answer three short questions, and then it, the process moves on from there. And, you know, if you've done it in the past and tried, try again. You know, we've had tons of moms that – Um, didn't get on the first year for whatever reason. The timing wasn't right, but then the timing became right the second or the third year. So, you know, always that pixie dust we send out to to all the people that love Disney so much.
0: Yeah, and it's amazing how popular this has become. Uh, You know, they don't sort of talk about how many applications, but it literally is, you know, in the five-figure range of applications that they get. And from those applications, they only choose, you know, maybe somewhere between 12- and 16. And me being sort of an outside observer, I watch these incredibly enthusiastic tweets and blog posts from these applicants who are so excited. And then I follow them as that process continues. You know, they submit the application and then the toughest part, that waiting process begins. And these poor people are checking their email 16 times a day and they're running to the mailbox and. You know, then at the end, if they don't make it, you see that sense of of just devastation uh, and disappointment in uh, in it. So, how long does the process take? So, Jill, if somebody puts their application in at the beginning, what first of all, what's that waiting process like, and then how long later on do you find out if you've made it to that next round, give or take? This is the lawyer answer, approximately.
1: We, we typically submit our applications the first round of applications in September. And then um, last year, it took about a month before people were invited to the second round. And we found out, um, I believe it was November 10th, whether we had been invited to participate in the panel for 2011. And I will be quite honest with you, it was the most painful (laughs) waiting experience I have had in my life. I slept very little. It was very exciting and wonderful, um, but, but the waiting is, is definitely the hardest part, Lou. You're absolutely right about that.
2: See, that's where I think my group had it the easiest because we knew nothing. Right. We kind of all did it on a whim and like, okay, if I get it, I get you know, because we didn't know what it was going to be. So I think in some ways while we had challenges getting technology running and all that stuff and setting the tone for the the group, I think, at least for me, I didn't... I didn't sweat it because I knew that if they could find people that were that passionate about it, more passionate than me, then they were good to go. So, and they have consistently, There's not been one person that has not been as passionate or probably more passionate. I think I'm probably like the end of the passion range compared to these moms that love Disney. That.
3: that was not true. Beth <laughs> that, is that's that's sandbagging. She's, she's awesome. She's a, She's definitely on the way up on the passion scale.
0: Now, you see, you know what I should do after this <clears throat> is I should call your husbands because let me hear from them what those few weeks were like as you were waiting for the application <laughs> response to come in.
2: <laughs> oh, my husband, he he would be like he he didn't, you know, because, again, there was nothing to compare. You know, we didn't build the traffic when we started. Facebook wasn't a big deal. There was no Twitter. There was, you know, it, social media has taken off so much in the past five years. It's insane. So I see how, the, you know, the applicants now have it much harder because they're all so connected and they're connected through us and they're on our our fan pages. And, you know, I, I feel I feel for them because that wasn't, you know, it wasn't there when we did this five years ago. So right,
0: cause now now one person tweets out hey, I just got my call from Disney, or I just got an email from Disney, and every other woman in America loses their mind because oh, they yeah. haven't gotten theirs right. yet.
3: Right, yeah. Well, and, and uh, that was right, though. I, I think she's onto something in terms of just being able to get through the process, and that is to hold it loosely, and that's what she did. She did it by default just because um, she and the others were of the first to be chosen. But to hold it loosely and not to be so consumed by it, I I would even advise people just, I stayed off of social media when I um, applied. I, I wasn't on the discussion boards. I wasn't checking Facebook or Twitter or what have you. And so really, it is isolating, but at the same time, it's freeing because you're not thinking of it constantly. So that's my personal advice is to hold it loosely and to really treat it as, um, yes, there are many, many people out there that probably have more Disney knowledge than I do. <laughs> um, I, I don't know about the passion part. I think uh, I think the four ladies right here represent um, a good amount of passion for not only um, Disney, but I think more than that, um, I think the passion meter is more toward just people in general and helping people. And I definitely think, especially these other three ladies, Um, here tonight represent that and they just um, they bring it down to a personal level and they want to help each individual guest with their personal experience and it's all about providing that special touch when someone's away from the parks or resorts or experiences to have that Disney touch and I think that they all provide it and I think that Disney is, that's what Disney's looking for is um, someone who can communicate that very succinctly but also um, very effectively.
0: I, I agree. But, but to go back to your point about that waiting process, this is why I could never apply because it would be like high school all over again. I would call a girl and wait for the call back and I'd sit by the phone and stare at it and then pick it up to make sure it worked and then yell at everybody else for not... Nobody can touch the computer. I'm waiting for an email. So it, I would make my family crazier than I already have. But heading but to your point, you're, you're right. And I think that seems to be consistently... The tip, or what the moms in the past have talked about when they have advice for moms and dads who are applying, the passion seems to be the most important thing. You you can teach anybody the details. You can teach anybody where things are and how to get to places and and the names of things, but I don't think that you can instill or or teach that passion.
3: When we say we love Disney, we really do. And I have to just... Also say it's wonderful to have a group of people that you can talk Disney with all day and all night, and they get it. They're not um, wanting to switch the topic or change the channel. They, you know, they're tuned into Disney as much as as I am. And to be a part of, of something with such great people, all from different backgrounds, doing different things, but always making time for family and making time for the love of Disney, um, it's just so wonderful. And no matter where I go. I know that I have my Disney mom, and, and that's my family, too. And so that's just really nice. So um, I encourage everyone who's applying, you know, if you applied before, like, you know, it was said, please try again uh, because this is just a great, great opportunity. And, um, you know, you keep, you just got to keep, keep moving forward. If you didn't get it before, this is your turn. This is your chance. So um, I, I just think that the ladies hit it perfectly when they said passion it's about that passion
2: yeah and, so, and it's also about putting the guest first it's not about you i mean you the questions we get are so can be so random but that question is so important to that one guest that you know when they're asking about can they bring their hermit crabs or where do i eat lunch that has only a certain food or how do i make my daughter into a princess that wants a specific princess or how do i propose on the tower of terror i mean those mean things to those guests and it's our like i feel it's my mission to make them feel like they are the star of the show and it's important to them and i think that's what these other ladies and the rest of the moms panelists do so well is we put the guests first it's not about us and whether we believe in it you know we do believe in it but it's making the guests feel like they're the only ones in the park and that's what walt disney does and that's what he wants to feel like you're the only one there in the park and that's a hard thing to convey out to people when you go to disney world too is how that is and that's the passion you need to bring to the mom's panel
0: right and, and that's what i'm saying like you don't have to be the disney planning you know maven you don't have to know every single detail be a master of trivia it's a matter of wanting to have that and and share that experience with other people and i think now too one of those changes that i was talking about with the moms panel beth i'm sure you see this andy i know you see this too is you know now you guys aren't just you know in your pajamas with your coffee and no makeup answering questions at ungodly hours of the day and night You're now out there like you guys are doing videos and interviews and media events and red carpet appearances like you really are like the mom's panel superstars. Uh, Andy, again, I see you in, in videos all the time. Was that something you were expecting going in and what's sort of been that adjustment like for you going from behind the keyboard to being in front of the camera?
3: Oh that was crazy! That was wild and crazy because <clears throat> in fact still my my family and friends will see the videos online and go that's you <laughs> <laughs> you uh you clean up well uh, but it's it's funny um, it has <clears throat> excuse me it's been um an eye opening experience to to do these videos, and uh, many of us have done videos throughout um The Moms Panel, we use these videos to kind of uh, explain further the questions that we're answering on the site. So, for instance, if someone is asking me specifically about um, the Disney Dream Dining, there's a Disney Dream Dining video that was produced. And so uh, there are several. Karen before me did uh, a whole series on the magic and the wonder and what you can expect in different itineraries and such like that. There's all sorts of videos. There's dozens and dozens of videos um, on the site, on the Mom's Panel site, specifically geared toward Walt Disney World and different aspects of Walt Disney World. So this helps to explain to the guests. But then also, for me, it took a turn, and I've been so blessed and so grateful um, to be able to have these experiences But I've been able to go to different itineraries, um, not only for research, as you would call it, but to actually film so that people can see the the variation of itineraries that are available through Disney Cruise Line. For instance, the Alaska videos that you might be referencing. Um, uh, We did a seven-day video diary from Alaska and aboard the Disney Wonder. And then we are... um, we have been asked to go to the Mexican Riviera, so that's cool, and that's in November, and we'll again uh, go there and video um, our uh, voyage there, and I'll be able to provide tips and hints, and it just gives that experience um, a new level when I'm answering questions, because I've been there, and I've seen it, and I know what it's like to bring a teenager or a little one who maybe needs a snack or a nap <laughs> or a husband who really thought that um, he was going to be able to do one port adventure and had to end up doing a different port adventure because of the myriad of ages of family. So um, it's sort of a been there, done that uh, kind of experience. But the, uh, the videos, I will say this, um, uh, I don't want people to be discouraged from applying but at the same time, um, I would start thinking about what you would do in front of a camera, or the kind of the kind of um, persona you would have in front of a camera. It had—I don't know about the other girls, but it had to even being videoed by newscasters or different stories or things like that. It's really had to make me kind of step up a little bit. I know Jill was interviewed on the dream uh, as well. And you didn't expect, you don't expect for going from behind the, as you said, behind the computer screen to going in front of the camera to make such a big jump. But it is, you kind of have to kind of have to beef up your game a little bit.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And yeah, Andy, like we all said, you know, you, you, we, we all joke around about making the sacrifices and doing all these things so that we can, you can speak, intelligently about the questions that you get and the only way to know is by doing it and again we're joking around about making the sacrifice and taking one for the team but here ladies i need you guys to come clean i need you guys to admit i need you to tell us what for you personally has been the best part of being on the mom's panel is it the great dinners the traveling the lines of adoring fans waiting to meet you the celebrities you got to meet uh Go ahead, Beth, why don't you go first and tell us the, sort of your personally the best part of being on the Moms panel.
2: Um, I guess it just, I mean, this sounds, so, it's helping people realize that they can do a Disney vacation, that it's not so overwhelming, that you don't need to have a lot of money, that, you know, if your child has special needs or you have an allergy, that you can go down to Disney World and feel comfortable that, you can have a great vacation. And yes, I've got to meet Angela Bassett and her husband, Courtney Vance. And I've been, you know, to the Grand Floridian because of this. And I'm going to go to Hawaii. But knowing that somebody vacation is all the more special because I answered their question. I mean, the one little girl that she wanted to meet Peter Pan and where could she meet them? And I told her where she can meet him and I wrote it to her and not her mom. And then her mom, usually we don't ever hear back from our guests that say, you know, thank you. That was so wonderful. But somehow it got back to me and that it made her daughter's day that I answered the question to her and not to her mom. And for that, I'm always grateful that I did that for somebody else. So, I mean, what more can I ask for than to give somebody else pixie dust?
0: I like it. All right, so Danae, you got, we got the warm and fuzzy answer. This is where you got to deliver your favorite personal thing. <laughs> Come on, be honest. It'd be like, you know what, Lou, that sushi at such and such was awesome, or I met so-and-so and have my picture with him.
3: Oh, I would think, um, I think the best part for me about being a member of the um, Moms panel, and for me, was meeting Princess Tiana. Mm-hmm. Um, we, I mean, I was moved to tears when she was brought out as a surprise for us. Um, having the first African-American princess just meant the world to me and to my family. And having two girls, um, you know, I just thought that was just the best thing Disney could do.
0: Well, I, I appreciate that, and I, and I thank you for telling the story about meeting Princess Tiana and, and being so honest. But I got to tell you, if you would have cried right now, that would have been podcast gold. So I was hoping— <laughs>
2: Oh, my goodness. Yeah, you need to get Cassie on the line, Lou, because Cassie can cry on a dime. Yeah.
3: Yeah, she's a good, she's a good
0: crier. <laughs> All right, Jill. Come on. Deliver for me. I need either a, a really good, funny food celebrity story or I need you to cry. Go ahead.
2: Oh,
1: dear. That's a tall order. I'll do the best I can. Um, you know, I knew going into this that I was going to be super excited to help guests make memories that they carry with them for a lifetime. You know, I've carried my Disney vacation memories with me always. And, um, and that's been really special. And to be able to give that back to the Disney-loving community has been fabulous. But I have to be honest, the best part of this experience, being part of the Moms panel for me, has been working as part of a very special team. And I have, I'm, I'm the newest member of the folks that you're talking to tonight. I'm the newest member of the Disney Moms panel. I joined the panel in 2011 which means that a year ago today, I had not applied for the panel. I did not know the names of the panelists I'd be serving with. And so if you fast forward to today, it's hard to imagine that these people that I work with now on the panel have become like extended family to me. I cannot imagine my life without them, even though I didn't know them a year ago today. They are the most compassionate and helpful and kind and intelligent And they're just amazing people. I mean, when we're together, there's going to be a party. You just know it. It's a very (laughs) fun group. And I consider myself truly honored to be counted among them. So being a part of this family, for me, has been the best part of being on the Moms panel.
2: Lou, ask her that question after we get back from (laughs) (laughs) the (laughs) line.
0: All right. So, Andy, you're the last one. I need you to bring it <laughs> home. I need the OMG jazz hands squeal like a schoolgirl moment. for. I, oh, God. I, you I, get know, all, right I get all the <laughs> I kumbaya like... hugging stuff. I do, but you I, there has to have been a moment, even if it was just getting on the aqueduct with no makeup.
3: Well, you know, I will count that up there. I mean, it was pretty doggone cool to be on your podcast, to be on your video um, on the aqueduct. And Chris Brogan was on there, and you were on there, and me. I, was, I thought, oh, that's pretty doggone cool that uh, I was. Uh, I was. I had arrived at that moment. I felt um, that I was on that video. But so, thank you for that. That was one of my shining moments. Um, I'll have to put up there hugging John Stamos. That's um, what I was is, waiting
0: for. That's what I was <laughs> looking for, ladies. The hugging John Stamos moment.
2: <laughs> Andy, you get to um, hug John Stamos, and I get to he- hold. Uh, of sound deflector for <laughs> Angela Bassett. Okay, let's see um, who gets the better job. Oh sorry. Yeah. That's okay. and, and you know it was funny he he's a I, I, thought,
3: I thought he would just immediately fall just madly in love with me at the moment and say, run away with me and leave your husband and, and go with me and he didn't. <laughs> <laughs> so that was also a sobering moment. But um, but then I went along my merry way and, and met Whoopi Goldberg. So that was really cool. But um, but no, no kidding. You know, with all that aside, yes, I can give you like a, a um, David Letterman top ten. John Stamos was up there. WDW Radio was up there. Brunch at Palos is up there. <laughs> um, let's see what else. Um, zip lining in uh, Skagway, Alaska, is up there. Panning for gold. Um, being on a dog mushing uh, adventure on a glacier in Alaska—that's up there. So I do have to give um, a nod to the DCL public relations team because they have just been really good. In addition to what. Um, a. said about uh, Laura Spencer and uh, Jennifer Wilkes and the team there at Disney PR. Um, the DCL people have also um, become like family to me as well, and it's just been a cool experience. They've they've been ble- I've been blessed beyond measure, blessed beyond anything I deserve, and um, it's it's just it's been amazing. But I will have to go back to the Kumbaya stuff and to say. <laughs> that um, that the fellow panelists are probably the shining, uh, the star in my crown, because those are my friends and friends for life, too. So, And I'm trying not to cry, but I will tell, I'll, let me say one more thing, um, and I have to go back to what Beth said, because she is such a great example of a stellar mom's panelist um, who is always thinking about someone else, um, but... One of the um, examples, and I may cry. Oh my gosh, this is so funny. I may (laughs) cry. Um, But uh, one of the examples um, that some of us were asked to give um, in our phone interview, um, just a shining example of a Disney experience, was um, I gave about my mom, who's handicapped and has been most of my life. And I remember going to um, Disney's Animal Kingdom. And being there with her, and I put her, uh, she was in her wheelchair, and I put her in the handicapped, accessible area for the parade. And, of course, uh, you've probably seen it before, but as the parade started gathering, people started getting in front of her. And they're not supposed to, but they do, and especially children. And she didn't mind. She was just, she was content looking at the parade from her vantage point. Well, The parade came through, and Goofy, being as large as he is, saw her from over the crowd. And motioning, he parted the ways of the crowd and gave her a hug as she was sitting there in her um, wheelchair. So I always remember that, and I always try to think of that other guest and and sort of like what Beth was saying. Um, what's their experience like? It may not be what I'm experiencing, but can I put myself in their shoes and really get into their head? And it may be an odd question, or it may be, as Beth said it more poignantly, a random question, or it may be something that I thought, oh, that's pretty obvious. But can I get into their head and understand what they're thinking and maybe offer them a little empathy, a little bit of compassion, and make this experience for them just once of a lifetime once in a lifetime experience so that's that's my um almost crying i I know i didn't deliver tears for you and i'm sorry lou but um you're not supposed to make me
0: cry i'm not supposed to be the one crying (laughs) on here you are
3: (laughs) well i i i tried i actually um i actually tried to get you to cry lou (laughs)
0: Well, I I can tell you, I I can understand and I appreciate your sentiments about what you guys do on the panel. More importantly, about that sense of family that you guys, I've been fortunate to meet so many of the Moms panelists over the past number of years. I, I see the friendships that they all have, that you all have with each other and, and I see these same qualities that you all seem to exude so I, I do totally understand it I do get it and for any of those people who are listening who think that they get it too that they too sort of have that same kind of passion they want to share that with other people and enhance their experience as well I highly recommend you know giving it a shot giving it your best shot to try out and be part of the Walt Disney World Moms panel that Walt Disney World. Moms Panel family and to all of you here who I have not met yet uh, I look forward to hopefully having opportunity to meet you guys in a parks or on a zip line, or on an aqueduct or on a beach in, in Hawaii sometime soon so I want to thank all of you guys again Beth Schwaze, Swaz- sorry, look she's making <laughs> me cry Danae Neal, Andy Sims and Jill Cooper, I'm going to put links in this week's show notes if you visit wdwradio.com. Click on this week's podcast. You'll find links to the Walt Disney World's Moms panel where you can ask your questions and submit your application as well. Ladies, thank you so very much. Andy, thank you almost for crying. And uh, I hope I have a chance to see you guys soon. Thanks,
2: Thanks, Lou. Lou. Thank
3: you. Thank you, Lou.
0: that's gonna do it for this week's show thanks so much for taking the time and tuning in this and every week thanks again to all the members of the walt disney world moms panel for joining me once again i'll put links in this week's show notes at show number 239 visit wdwradio.com click on this week's podcast i'll have links to past episodes with the disney world moms panel and exactly where to apply for the 2012 panel I also invite you to come by and comment there. Do you visit the Walt Disney World Bombs Panel website? Have you asked a question? And if so, tell us about the answer that you received from one of the panelists. You can also call the voicemail toll-free at 888-703-2171 to be heard on the air. Leave your comments there. You can also email me at lou at if you have a question you want answered on the show. While you're on the website, be sure and explore all the different ways that you can get a little bit of Disney magic anytime, anywhere. I have my audio tours of the Magic Kingdom on CD and download, Walt Disney World trivia books, iPhone apps, including the free WWW Radio app, and the Walt Disney World Trivia iPhone app, which is recently updated with dozens of new questions and true and false and descriptive answers. You can check all those out right at www.radio.com. While you're there... You can also listen to all of our back episodes of the show. So if you're a new listener, I'm sure you'll go back and find most of the content is evergreen and still pretty relevant, as well as interviews and reviews and whatnot. You'll also find daily blog posts from a number of new contributors, lots of new content each and every day, including new contests and more. There's also photo galleries, videos, and please come by and join the community Meet and talk with other Disney fans on our fun, very friendly and very welcoming and very family safe discussion forums. And also be sure and join us every Wednesday night at 7.30 p.m. Eastern for the live WDW Newscast. It's a live video broadcast and chat at 7.30 p.m. Eastern at WDWNewsCast.com. There you can tune in, watch and chat, discuss this week's Walt Disney World News live with us there. And if you can't make it, you can watch on our YouTube channel at youtube.com slash WDW Radio or on the WDW Radio blog or the audio that you can find if you subscribe to the iTunes feed. If you're going to be in Walt Disney World anytime soon, be sure and check out disneymeets.com for a list of our upcoming WDW Radio Meets of the Month in the Park. Our next one is likely going to be the weekend of September 23rd. Stay tuned to Disney Meets as well as the show. Twitter and Facebook for more information and then look ahead see other meets that we'll be having in the in the coming months including Marathon Weekend you can also join us on our cruise on the Disney Dream in November 2012 uh, join us on October 1st for our 40 hour live show from Walt Disney World to celebrate Walt Disney World's 40th anniversary lots more again you can find over at DisneyMeet.com. Speaking of Twitter, I am at Lou Mangiello on Twitter and I also post updates at Facebook.com slash WDW Radio. Quick reminder that I mentioned last week, Celebrations Magazine, which you can find over at CelebrationsPress.com. It's a joint effort between Tim Foster and myself and a host of incredible contributors and photographers. We announced last week that this fall we'll be releasing the special holiday edition, 120-page hardbound book celebrating the history and the majesty and the magic of the holidays at Walt Disney World it is going to be a limited edition hardbound book again you can pre-order it now we will start shipping in November so you can have it for yourself or for a gift in the holidays again visit celebrationspress.com for more information thanks again to our partners and sponsors including Mouse Fan Travel if you are planning to go to Walt Disney World or Disneyland or on adventures by Disney whatever it might be Becky and her team of agents is my recommended travel provider because they are who I use and they offer incredible prices, great discounts when available, and most importantly, an incredible level of personal service. And that's what separates them from everyone else. You can visit them over at mousefantravel.com. When you come into Walt Disney World, maybe you want to do something a little bit different. Maybe you want a larger home with multiple master bedrooms, seven bedrooms that you can have at one of the All-Star Vacation Homes. They have complete kitchens and game rooms and pools and spas. Bring the whole family, bring your friends. Again, you can check them out over at allstarvacationhomes.com. And if you want to stay right in the heart of Walt Disney World, one of my favorite places to stay Is the walt disney world swan and dolphin not only do i love the heavenly beds most comfortable beds on property in my opinion but i also love so many of the great dining options there including blue zoo and shulas and kimonos and there's also the mandara spa a great themed guest pool lots of other disney benefits as well you can check them out over at swananddolphin.com also don't forget if you're coming down for epcot's food and wine festival next month in october the weekend of October 7th and 8th, they're having their Food & Wine Classic. You can find a link to that on the homepage of www.radio.com. I'll also put a link to that in this week's show notes as well. Finally, don't forget that next week, beginning Wednesday, September 14th, I'll be bringing you live coverage from Alani, Disney's newest vacation club resort in Hawaii. I'll be doing live broadcasts whenever and wherever I can, as well as bringing you uh, audio and video and interviews, photos, and lots more. Visit wdwradiocom slash Aulani, A-U-L-A-N-I, for more information, to find out uh, when the live feeds are going to be going on as well. Definitely stay tuned to Twitter. That's the, that's the best and easiest way to find out when they'll be happening. Don't have any real schedule in advance, so twitter.com slash Lou Mangiello will let you know when we'll be broadcasting live from Alani. That is going to do it for this week. Again, lots more going on here. Lots of things I'm working on. Some, a few new projects as well I'm getting ready to announce probably in the next few weeks. Definitely stay tuned for that. I do have to make a quick aside and say that, yes, today is September 11th. And uh, it, it's certainly uh, a very important and somber and sobering day in American history. And the only message that I wanna give you from me is just ask you to please remember the fallen, appreciate the continuing sacrifices that so many people and so many families make as a result of that day. Remain united as a people and please just simply go out and hug your family. And uh, today too on a personal level is also my anniversary. So a big thanks for being my best friend and my biggest supporter. To my wife, I wish you a very, very happy anniversary. And to all of you, I want to give you my sincerest and most heartfelt thanks for taking the time each and every week out of your very busy schedule to tune in, listen, comment, tweet, whatever it might be. So thank you from the bottom of my heart. It means more to me than you know. And so all I ask is that if you like the show, Please keep doing what you're doing. Please help spread the word. Let others know about it. Tweet out that you're listening. Share links to the shows or your favorite episodes or interviews on Facebook or Google+. Please come by, review, and rate the show over in iTunes. And uh, also, please don't ever forget that there is no time like today and no excuse not to start pursuing your own passion. And when you do, always keep moving forward. Thank you again for listening to each and every one of you. Have a great week, everybody. See ya. And so, my fellow Americans,
4: ask not what your country can do for you. Ask what you can do for your country. My fellow citizens of the world, ask not what America will do for you, but what together we can do for the freedom of man.
3: I have a dream this afternoon that the brotherhood of man will become a reality in this day, with this faith.
5: 40 feet down, two and a half, picking up some dust. Four forward, four forward, drifting to the right a little. Contact
3: light, okay, engine stop. We copy you down, Eagle. Tranquility base here, the Eagle has landed.
4: Rich from Westfield, New Jersey, and I just wanted to say that I've been listening to your show for over a year now, and it has really become a part of my weekly routine. At first, I listened solely because I'm a Disney nut, but your episode 205 from January about the Disney Marathon Weekend was a real inspiration for me, and it really changed the way that I listened to your show. I remember listening to you and your entire roundtable talk about the races, the strategy, the charity possibilities, and your conversation really opened my eyes to the possibility that I could run a marathon myself. Well, I downloaded a running app on my iPhone that offers training programs for distance running, and I'm currently training for my own half marathon. But the kicker is this is when I listen to your show while I'm running. In fact, you're the only thing that I listen to when I run. I'm in my own little world as I run all over my neighborhood, and it's awesome. I mean, it's tough, um, but I believe that Walt said it best, and he said, get a good idea and stay with it, dog it and work it. Work at it until it's done and done right. And I'd actually eventually like to run a Disney Half Marathon for myself and run for the National Alzheimer's Association. And my wife and I are looking to go in 2013, so I'm really looking forward to that. So I just wanted to say thank you for making the idea of running a marathon sound so exciting and for creating a show that has really been my jogging buddy for months. You, Becky, Ryan, and all the others on the show are so knowledgeable and fun, and I cannot believe that I found an entire community that loves uh, Disney World and all things Disney as much as I do. I couldn't believe you guys were all out there when I first found your podcast. Anyway, keep up the great work producing great podcasts, Lou, and continue inspiring others to follow their dreams. I love your show. All right, take care. Bye-bye.
6: Hey, Lou, it's Bob Dankees from Massachusetts. Great show with Cal David. We love hearing him as the voice of Sunny Eclipse to cause a to make sure we have at least one meal there per trip. It sounds like you had a great time on your ADB, ABD trip and D23. I enjoyed listening to the recap while you were at West, I was with my wife and four kids in Disney World from 816 for a five-night stay at Bay Lake Towers. Love the convenience of to the Magic Kingdom and the viewing of wishes from the Top of the World Lounge. We followed that up with a four-night cruise on 821 on a Disney Dream. What a beautiful sh- ship and so many options of different things to do for everyone. We had an awesome time. Castaway Key is wonderful. It was our first cruise together and can't wait to do one. Again, we're very fortunate to have our cruise before Hurricane Irene came through. I love listening to the show and can't wait for a new one each week. Thanks for everything you do. Have a great day, and hopefully we'll see you at one of your meets in the future. Take care.
4: Hey, Lou. Disney World Day from DigitalDisneyWorld.com up here in Connecticut. Just want to let you know, finished listening to your last show. Very excited about the celebration special holiday edition coming out. And I also wanted to let you know that Celebrations uh, has another great use because I'm using it to read bedtime stories to my five-year-old son now. He absolutely loves everything about Disney World, and for him to look at the great pictures while I'm reading stories about the different attractions and hotels and such, he just loves it. So keep up the great work. Look forward to every magazine, every podcast, every Wednesday night newscast. Hope to see you again soon. Bye-bye.
5: Hi, Lou. This is Kenny from West Palm Beach, Florida. Heading up on the uh, 9th, 10th, and 11th of September to uh, Epcot for the pin trading event. Never been to one. Uh, Hopefully it will be pretty well self-explanatory. Looking forward to seeing other WDW radio listeners there. Maybe they can hold my hand and show me the way through the wonderful world of pin trading. Looking forward to the exhibit of the lost Uh, visitor center that they uh, have happened to found and put on display for us. Um, Looking forward to the event and hope to see you all there. Thanks again, Lou. Um, Have a great day. Bye.
3: Hi, Lou. This is Lilla out in California. We're getting ready for the marathon, half marathon tomorrow morning. My fiance and myself are running and my mom is here with us. We're getting ready for colors. We went and had the picnic. Um, package where you get the reserve section seats for colors and there's only three of us but we didn't know what to order for our picnic so we got all four choices and they were all really good and tomorrow we have the marathon and then next week my fiance and I will be up for wife. we're getting married next Saturday and our cake is going to have some hidden mickeys on it and then we're spending our honeymoon uh, on the east coast few days at Walt Disney World, and then a few days on the brand new ship, and another day to finish off in the park. So, I love your show, keep up the great work, we'll talk to you later, bye.